I'm John McDougall, and welcome to Legal Marketing Review. Today, my guest is Liz Wall, Director of Marketing and Business Development at Drummond Woodsum, and a regional New England law firm with offices in Portland, Maine, in Portsmouth, and Manchester, New Hampshire. Welcome, Liz. Thank you very much, John. How are you today? Yeah, doing really good. And so, um, how important is it that attorney um, that an attorney is an authority in their main practice area versus trying to be good at too many areas of the law? It's an interesting question, John. I think it really depends on the type of firm and the market that the firm is in. I think large firms have specialties, and when they're serving larger clients, the attorneys really need to be in those niche areas because the clients are bigger and they're looking for very specific skills. In a regional firm as and a, a mid-sized firm, I believe that the attorneys can um, practice in a variety of practice areas and in a smaller community, the clients like to have one-stop shopping where they can go to a relationship partner for um, a litigation matter or they can be referred to someone in the same firm for that corporate matter. So it kind of just depends on the size of the firm in, in a lot of ways? I think it depends on the size of the firm and I think it depends on the market that the firm is in. Right. Yeah, no, th those are some good points. And do people generally hire based on a law firm's brand or individual attorneys? And how much influence do attorneys of substance and their website bio pages on have on uh, hiring decisions? I believe it's a component. I think the reputation of the attorneys is the brand. I say the job of a director of marketing is to help put the attorneys in the right place at the right time to sell their business or their services. A web bio is a piece that's likely to help drive business. It's not the only piece or the only reason why a client would hire that attorney, but it definitely influences the purchasing power. Yeah, have you have you guys done much work on on the bios? Is that something you're you're kind of tinkering with, or kind of is it more one and done? No, we are constantly improving the biographies, and one thing that we've improved over the last year at Drum and Woodsum has been the relatability or the relationship concept. So if we have a news item, a blog post, an article that an attorney has read, it's now linked to the biography as well as the practice area and a news item so that those circular references are throughout our site. And those references help with search engine optimization as well. Yeah, absolutely. And when you first look at an attorney website, how do you know if they or their firm are credible and, and can they be trusted? Is there a way to kind of tell that when you're kind of just glancing at a site and first getting to know someone? I believe the quality of the site definitely influences um, how credible a firm is. I When I look at a biography specifically, even at competitive firms, I want to see the amount of news items and the amount of articles that are tied to each one of the individual attorneys. Um, I'm looking for key areas that they can be identified in. So again, look, feel, color, it all helps put the attorney in the right place to get that matter in the door. Um, and it's important that the website is updated regularly. 
if I say if I see on a biography, most recently John represented XYZ Corporation and in nineteen ninety eight is the case, then they haven't then that attorney hasn't cared enough to update their biography. And to see their lack of interest or their um not focusing on putting their best foot forward would make me think twice about hiring them. Yeah, that's interesting. So, uh, you know, even down to the, the you know, the, the freshness and the number of, of articles written, uh, thought leader pieces by an attorney. So not just, you know, the look and feel definitely, you know, needs to feel credible and professional, but you're, you're definitely, uh, you're looking out for that, that kind of thing, uh, the, the amount of content and how fresh it is. Absolutely. If I see that the attorney has written 10 articles and all of them are in 2001 and later, I don't think that that attorney is doing any work in that area anymore. It's not on top of, um, not on top of what's happening in that industry. Yeah, absolutely. And and what are what are a few of the most important thought leadership activities for attorneys, such as blogging, public relations, being an author. Uh, client alerts, newsletters, social media, you know, among, amongst all those things. Are there, uh, you know, things that really stand out or are they all important? They're all important, John. Honestly, the market and individuals digest information differently. So a public relations piece can be repurposed. A blog can be repurposed. Um, if a client alert goes out as a mailing, there's no reason why it's not indexed and archived and saved on the web or a variety of websites for years to come. Um, we recently had a matter come through the door that somebody um, Googled a very specific topic that affected land issues and an attorney wrote an article on this very specific land issue in I think it was 2010, so four years ago. and. Because the words were in there and that article, as well as the conference that the attorney presented that article at, were online and not just on our website, but also on the conference company's website, that client, or at that point, the potential client picked up the phone, called the attorney and said, hey, I saw you did this back in 2010. Are you still practicing in this area of real estate and land use and the attorney said yes i am i haven't presented on it recently but i'm on top of the laws and and the matter came through the door so um again i don't think that there's any one area of thought leadership activities that are more important than another it's making use of those thought leadership activities for search engines to find the individuals associated with them for years to come yeah absolutely and are you guys doing much with tracking the results do you use google analytics and you know or other other tools for that we do we use google analytics um we also have tracking mechanisms on our website that we can see where the referrals come in through um i believe that um you know between linkedin and twitter the majority of the content is being found or people are coming to us through those mechanisms. Setting up a separate blog and requiring users to uh, check back or update or find that 
separate blog on a regular basis when it's not part of their everyday life and experience is not as uh, relevant. Having it there for the search engines to find later on is, um, but I think it's taking advantage of a variety of activities um, to drive the business in. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I really appreciate your tips today, and and uh, I'm sure everyone else does as well. And so, um, for more information, what what's your website address? We're Drummond Woodsum, and we're yep. in Portland, Maine, Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and Manchester, New Hampshire. Our website is www.dwmlaw.com. All right, great. And uh, for everyone listening on iTunes, etc., check out LegalMarketingReview.com and for more interviews and information on legal marketing. I'm John McDougall, and see you next time on Legal Marketing Review. Talk to you later, Liz. Bye-bye. Bye.